Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Welcome to 2023 and Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela Reed. I'm sitting Elliot. (laughs) Sitting right there (laughs) on the computer screen, 2,000 miles away, is Shay Elliot. It's been four weeks since we've had a show, which is our longest break ever. So, happy new year. Happy new year. I'm so glad to be back with you. I've missed talking. But, yes. I mean, we've talked, but, you know, like in this format. Um, right. I, I feel like that four-week break, I'm ready. Like, I got stuff to talk about. I got stuff to talk about, and, uh, like, I was homemaker extraordinaire. <laughs> if, I, if I do say so myself, I went a little crazy. Um, it really just gave me some time to push further into some habits and establish mm-hmm. them. And I feel really great really Mm -hmm. great about going into the new year as keeper of this house Mm -hmm. yep yep that's exactly how i feel too it was um i got serious about some stuff y'all i'm pretty Mm -hmm. serious about it but um we've been at this podcast now for almost three full years it's three full years next month isn't it so two full years how does that work three we started in uh February of 2020, and now it's 2023. 20 to 21 is one 21 year. 21 to 22, 22 is two years. 22 to 23 is three. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a homeschool mom. <laughs> did you see me use my fingers? I sure did. <laughs> um, we're so excited to Dang. be here with you all, homemakers from around the world. What I love about this group of listeners is that you guys you share with us through email through instagram messages Mm -hmm. y'all come from so many different places different backgrounds different experiences different goals um different directions and yet we all kind of meet here once a week and gather thoughts and gather ideas and you guys ask questions and that's just a very exciting thing for us because we say this all the time but like my pastor says anything we do often bears repeating there are so many different walks and looks mm-hmm. of homemaking. Right. And goodness gracious, it's not static. I'm not static. I've been really actually giving a lot of thought to that. Like, yeah. uh, you know, you. I'm sure you've experienced this. But you and I being on social media, you know, we, people have watched us morph over almost two decades and so sometimes you can get a little feedback like I wish you were like the old you well I don't (laughs) you know know, like I I've I don't know I mean I don't want to like dwell too much there but you know like I'm I'm always changing I'm always growing this I've said it before this show has made me a better homemaker and I'm just like Yep. On the go. I don't yep. know what it is why people want. I don't know if it's like a misery loves company thing. I don't know what that is. People are comforted. They want 
they do get attached to something we yep. you know and then that's comforting to them we yep. do it we do it with with movies we watch or people we respect or whatever but um but we're all always changing and what's so great about this show as a woman and as a homemaker is like i i feel like i'm so like i have just arms mm-hmm. with i'm locked in arms with so many different kinds of people mm-hmm. but we all care we all care about this heart this art of homemaking mm-hmm. and we're all committed to not being the same homemaker tomorrow that we were today mm-hmm. and so now being at this almost 3 years i mean the the change for me personally in my habits and my um, approaching it with discipline is really, really, it's significant to me. I don't know if my family feels that, <laughs> but it's significant to me in my little fantasy world in my mind. So, Oh, most yeah. certainly. I think back to those first episodes we did three years ago, and I remember that laundry, mind you, at this point, my washing machine was draining into my basement half the time, but like laundry was just this crazy insurmountable task. I just could not get on top of it. It was never mm-hmm. folded. It was never done right. Like I lost things to stains. I mean, it just it just wasn't good. And in those three years now, laundry is like my it's like my pleasure. I know that sounds crazy. And if you're no, at the stage but- that I was three years ago, I get it. But oh no, I would lose things to mold like no, really oh, bad, yeah. like it funky was- monkey nastiness and um today's laundry day as you can see i just got my sheets i'm even washing my pillows because Mm -hmm. it's january dang it and like yeah uh -hmm. yeah there's when i look back there are things as a homemaker that just seemed so colossal like i i have six kids and animals and a garden and homeschool i i wasn't that person whose laundry room i've seen some bad laundry rooms i wasn't like drowning in it but i was never on top of it it always had me. I never had it, you know? Yeah, and, and even now, if you were on top of it, it wasn't, like, it wasn't beautiful. <laughs> Maybe it right. was done, but it wasn't delightful. It wasn't pleasurable. Or um, Yeah, I, I I presented a child with a stack of laundry that I did for them because my kids do their own. Um, but it so happened that I had this moment. And, you know, as a mom, you just get like, I get, I'm going to serve you right now and it's going to feel really good. I might even do it more for me than I am for you. It was one of those moments. And I looked at it. I'm like, dang, you're good. (laughs) That is beautiful. That looks good. That would make me feel good if somebody gave me my laundry looking that way. Homemaking, it's like, I think it's um, just like collectively, it's like all the little things put together. Mm -hmm. It's like a thousand, a million little moves during the day mm-hmm. that when done well as to the best you can because everybody's circumstances change every day and throughout the day but like at the end of the day you just can go I I did well right. I served my post well yeah right and that's what we're going to be hashing around a lot this season we're mm-hmm. not going to go to the theme yet we're going to give ourselves a little bit more time. We're going to make you listen to the end. <laughs> yes. But before we deep dive into that, we would like to thank season six. What season is this? Well, I think officially we need, because of the way I labeled things uh, when I loaded stuff, we need to call it season 16. So we didn't officially call it season 15. We okay. called it Holiday Homemaker, Homemaker okay. Holiday. But numerically speaking, we have to go with 16. So okay. welcome to season 16. <laughs> welcome to season 16. We would like to thank season 16 sponsor, our longtime, I was going to say lover, but that didn't sound right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but 
Tubes and Co. She makes us look lovely. She makes us look lovely. (laughs) Emily and Tubes and Co., her incredible skincare company, has been with us since the very beginning of Homemaker Chic Podcast. And we are so grateful to be able to continue to partner with Emily and and Tubes because we get messages from you guys all the time. You guys are introduced to it and you try it and you love it. And there's reason for that because this is incredibly clean skincare and makeup. So this is makeup that you can feel very confident about getting your teenage girls as they're being introduced to how to care for their skin. How, you know, wearing lip yeah. gloss. We got mm-hmm. some eyeshadow for Christmas, which was kind of a big deal. It's still only for special occasions when I say so. But uh, we got mascara in Paris. Oh, the we okay. that's the same age as your we. Okay. And uh, she's been rocking it every day, and it looks she looks so it looks so good. I'm like, it's oh so gosh, sweet. should I have said yes to this? Because you look like pretty hot. Pretty soon. <laughs> so oh sweet. Um, Emily on her website is where you can visit. She has clean mascaras, clean eyeshadows, mm-hmm. foundations, blushes bronzers i wear the bronzer the blush and the highlighter every day i just got a um, message about the highlighter today somebody messaged the me they're like great. okay how do i use this thing i'm yeah. like cheekbones bridge of nose yep chin i do a little bit on the tip of my nose a little bit on my cheekbones and mm-hmm. then underneath my eyebrows to hide the the fact that they need to be waxed really badly <laughs> like reflect the light <laughs> don't look at the hairs um anyway visit tubesandco.com go shopping you can stock up on makeup instead of getting stuff that has a bunch of chemicals and stuff that's banned mostly around the world, not in America. And <laughs> I'm going to like inject something here. Um, the chemicals, like they're getting worse and it like stories keep coming out. Oh, like this company says they are clean. Tarte, yeah. uh, not, not so much. Um, there's, yeah, there's a lot of companies like that I've resourced in the past that it's coming out like, hey, they go. weren't as great as they said they were. You don't so, say. You don't say. So the you cool thing say. about uh, most of our advertisers, we know them personally. We've yeah. spent time with them. Yeah. Uh, and Emily's so committed to what she does and where she's sourcing. And um, I, it's all I can do not to reveal the season uh, theme, but it's really, really going to come into play when it comes to Tubes & Co. So we'll connect the dots later on. So Yes. Per- there you go. Do we have a coupon code okay. for Tubes? Um, you know what? We're recording a little earlier than we expected. I'm assuming it's Homemaker 10. So okay. we're going to go with that. Okay. And if it isn't, we will rectify that and we will put that on an Instagram story. So if you are not following Homemaker Chic Podcast on Instagram, you're losing out because mm-hmm. we post trailers there. We post the titles of each episode. So there's lots of like fun inside jokes among homemakers in the comments. And then we try to um, tell you what we're experiencing and promote our advertisers in the stories. Makes it real easy for you to keep tabs on everything. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where do we go from here? I, I don't know. So I had... Um, you know, I think we're all still like there's this mindset of like a little bit of traumatization over the new year because I know everyone was like, "Ooh, 2020, we're going to kill it. This is our year." Wah, wah, wah. And then um everybody's, you know, spending a few years recovering from that just mentally with just sort of this fresh outlook on new beginnings. And I love new beginnings. 
um, we're almost there. Next year is going to be awesome because next year is going to start on a Monday. But this was pretty <laughs> close because New Year's started on a Sunday. I'm, I love Mondays. I love fresh starts. Um, but I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I take every year uh, between Christmas and New Year's, I take what I call, and I, I think a couple other people call it <laughs> this. I take a gap week. And I really don't do anything work-related. I do whatever I want, whenever I want. And I try to take care of a ton of responsibilities as well, just to get all my ducks in a row. So that on that first of the year morning, I can just feel like um, nothing's nothing in my home, nothing is going to hold me back. So it's sort of like a, um, it's like a nesting thing, like before you have a baby. Like mm-hmm. when you kind of just go bonkers and you have just superhuman abilities before you have a baby, that's how I treat my gap week. And it's kind of this fine line between carving out like really quiet moments to just putz and tinker. I put up a new YouTube video the other day just showing like, I was just doing something really ridiculous. I made these cookies and I just filmed and it just was so silly, but so enjoyable. So it's kind of part that part um, garbage removal. I don't know. <laughs> about everybody listening, but we removed two trailers of garbage from the house, which is shameful. And I asked on Instagram if I was alone and I wasn't. People are purging, they were purging. So I sort of take this week to get everything lined up and ready to go. So nothing sort of um, mentally holding me back for just a fresh start. A fresh start's more mental than anything, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was reading some of the literature that came with uh, our dry farm wines order and it uh, taught taught, who's the owner. He said he says he's an artist trapped in a businessman's body. This what reminded me of this was uh, (laughs) I got this really great thing called Freeform. Okay, this is an app and Apple just came out with it. And they're like, "Ooh, brainstorm your ideas. And you can if you have an iPad or whatever, you can write it in. And I got it. And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) this will not do because. I need things in lines with bullet points. Like huh. if there's a font wrong or like a typo or something's not capitalized that should be capitalized, like I'm out. <laughs> I can't do it. And I, but everything I do is uh, creative. And so I'm like, yeah. you are the same way. You are this like artist that's always creating these things. But God help me. If, if somebody sends me some like freeform scribbled plan of something, I'm like that. No way can I process that. Yeah. There's no way. Oh, no. Shay, have you seen uh, this? No, you and I have worked on documents together before. And if my font is like a, a half size you smaller than yours. Angela you... double spaces after oh, her sentences. Up. I cannot focus. I I have. I will tell you there are a lot more people on my side than yours with the double space. Well, because that's if... just dumb. They didn't sound send out like a worldwide memo. That yeah. is a huge Can't habit. I know. It's nobody... Look, stu- Stu's the same way. He he'll just like jot things down, and he, and he can just like scribble and and doodle. And I'm not Mm-mm. that way. So like I everything took- I do is in some sort of semi um, outline form, right? Even so, my notes. Like I have scribbles on my desk here from when you and I were talking earlier, and it's like, yeah, it's got like some pattern to it. Yeah. See. Yep. So I took my gap week, and I um, spent a long time thinking about. Not in any kind of like a New Year's resolution kind of a way, but just in a growth way. Hmm. 
what are the things we want to lean into and what are the things that we need to sort of step back from? And then from those conversations and ideas, just sort of created an outline for my month as a homemaker, as Mm. from the work that I need to do to the work that I need to do in the home. Um, You know, we've said this before, but this idea that structure is not creative or it's too rigid is a lie. (laughs) Uh, Because it's incredibly freeing. And I'm really excited to explore some more ideas around that and sort of how that Mm -hmm. manifests then into our daily lives as homemakers because it very much does. Um, Whether you're a freeform brainstormer or whether you're like a, you know, rigid checklist person like I am, Mm -hmm. there is something about just setting your intentions for what's going to go on, the kinds of decisions that you're going to make. Mm -hmm. I think that gap week is such a great time to do that. I love it. I know. I love it. I work really hard so that it's um, available to me to have that time. Like you have to work for that time. It's like right. it's like working out. Nobody's going to go, and now here is your gap week. Right. To organize and throw things out and bake. Right. You know, like nobody's going to do that Good for luck. you. You got to work for that. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. All right, I think we need to kind of get into the meat of this. I think we need to introduce our theme. We've introduced our season 16 sponsor, Toops & Co. So I'm going to cue the wine music, Angela. All right, you do that while I click my voice here. We are going to do something fun for our wine segment. So let's pour a glass of wine together. I'm already sipping one. Uh, This is the part of the podcast that is brought to you by Dry Farm Wines. So today I'm drinking a wine that I want to introduce you to because... This is really cool. Can you, patrons who are watching the video form of the podcast, or Angela, can you see the color of this red wine? Did you even let the cool song play? What if somebody's joining us for the first oh. time? I'm I'm excited like, to share this. <laughs> I just checked, and we are really, really, really high on the Apple Home and Garden charts. There could be like a lot of noobs here. But okay, yeah, well, hold, welcome. Hold we're up. so it's, glad you're here. Look at my wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It looks like. This is what it I looks, am um, very ruby. It's very ruby. It's so yeah. light. It's so light. It's like the color, almost like you would picture like strawberry juice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really, really light pink color. So when I first poured this wine, I, I've had a few of these bottles now. When I first poured it, I thought, oh, I must have done something wrong. Like, or what is this that I'm drinking? Is this a rosé? But it's not. It's a light red. So. Uh, this season for the wine segment, we're going to give you a region, a tip, and a dish. We're going to keep it pithy and pointed and helpful for you. Absolutely. So the region of this wine is called Carnuntum, and it's on the east coast of Austria. When you think okay. about Austrian wine, it's pretty safe to know that Zweigelt, which you guys have heard before here, Zweigelt is king in Austria, but it's mm-hmm. often not used alone it's blended so most of the time you get some sort of red blend from austria it'll be primarily zweigelt and then something else in this case blafrankisch so it's a zweigelt blafrankisch blend okay so that's your region what did i say it (laughs) we've been doing a lot of german accents in our house lately During our gap week, Amelie perfected hers. We should have her on the show to do there German you go. wines. Because, there you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that's your region. Here's your tip. This okay. is a light red. 
This has a very low alcohol content. This is just like 10.75%. Okay. As other wines around the world climb 14, 15, 16, 17, I've seen them at 18%. This is not that way from the natural fermentation, from no sugars being added. Okay. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Here's your tip for if you're drinking a light red, like a Zweigelt, you actually want to serve it chilled. You want to drink it 55 degrees to 60 degrees is your ideal temperature. Yeah, not cold like a bubbly, but not room temperature. Not, not 72. For- yeah. Exactly. So pop mm-hmm. it in the refrigerator like a half an hour before you're going to enjoy it. Serve it a little bit chilled. And the reason that you want to do this is because this amplifies the aromatics in the wine. Okay. Now here's your dish. Here's your dish for a really light red like this one. It's soup season. So I am pairing this wine with what I had for lunch, which is a minestrone. So light reds, they're not going to stand up to like a rare steak covered in blue cheese and crispy shallots. All right. (laughs) That dish will completely drown out your wine. And so opting for like a nice vegetable forward soup or a vegetable Mm -hmm. forward, lightly flavored dish is kind of what you want to go for with a wine like this. So there you have it. Your region, your tip, and your dish. Fabulous. Do you want to tell them? And would you have this? You don't, since we don't have to strictly follow the whites with fish, would you have this with a fish? Absolutely. With a salmon or something? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. So no matter what you're drinking, there you go. There's how to approach your Austrians, Weigelt, and Blaufrankisch. We mm-hmm. are drinking Dry Farm Wines. So we invite you to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And we choose to drink dry farm wines because they're, as Shay mentioned, they're a lower alcohol wine, which is um, the result of sugar not being added during the fermentation process. We're all trying to mind our health, mind our P's and Q's, as it were. And sugar is no bueno. You've heard us um, sometimes rant against sugar on the show. And so we choose to drink far- dry farm wine because they don't add sugar during the fermentation process. They don't add any extra yeast. Uh, they're using the yeast from the grape. So it's um, wine that really aligns with everything that we're already doing in our personal convictions for our own kitchens and our own health. There you go. Uh, we need Would to introduce. Like to add to that? Would I? <laughs> you can. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick it. I thought you were going to take it from there. So. You did You did great. <laughs> okay. They don't even know what they're going to get. You can order three bottles, six bottles, <laughs> or 12. You can pick red or white or bubbly, and they will deliver them right to your door. If you are in a state, if you're a new listener, and you're like, oh, that sounds very intriguing. I'm interested. But you're in a state that doesn't allow alcohol shipments, you can have them shipped to a local alcohol retailer. Just set that up with management there. So dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and you're going to get your first bottle for a penny if you're a brand new customer there you go well done thank you <laughs> it's like i've been doing this for three years or it's something. like it's like you know what you're doing well must okay season 16 okay. the thing ready <laughs> yes are drum doing roll, it? please. Angela always likes a drum roll. <laughs> I like a drum roll. I we're gonna, love this. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to focus this season in the podcast, on the podcast, on working backwards. We've had many themes 
over our 16 seasons, all of which we genuinely bring you in hopes that they help your daily homemaking. Yeah. Like and applicable, not super not applicable. out there. Yeah. In ideas world, but like applicable tonight, tomorrow morning when you wake up and put your feet on the ground, applicable. So this we love kind of, this one. Yeah. This one came to mind. Uh, Stu and I were sitting around the fire in the early morning hours. And I just thought, you know, as we're having our gap week talks, um, where do you want to be in 10 years? You know, we initially started this conversation thinking about what kind of students do we want to graduate from our homeschool? Homeschool our four kids. Mm -hmm. What's our goal? <laughs> like what what are what product are we trying to create at the end of this process? Yeah. And ultimately, what your goal is uh, affects the daily decisions that you're going to make in your child's education, right? If, if you're your going goal, to meet your goal. If, yeah, right. If you, so if your goal is yeah. that for them to go to pre-med at Stanford, I don't even know if pre-med, that's the thing. <laughs> just sounds really <laughs> swanky. If go with it. If your goal is something really swanky, um, you are going to have to educate your child in a very specific way to make mm -hmm. sure that that's something that's attainable for them. So this idea of like, what's our end goal? What's the product? And then how do we step backwards from that? How does that actually apply to the decisions that we're making on a Tuesday in February? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I could spend a lot of time thinking about that for all different aspects. What are your financial goals? Let's work backwards. What are your health goals? Let's work backwards. Yeah. What are your homesteading goals? Let's work backwards. What are your homemaking goals? Let's work backwards. This idea of, of setting not just goal setting, but then having a vision and then breaking that down into what we do every day. Yeah, because a lot of people wake up every morning and they're like, okay, I have a goal. And the goal is this. And if mm -hmm. patrons can see, you know, it's way over here. And the setting of the goal is over here. And the commitment or the skills or the understanding of how to fill in the gap between the two are not there. Um, I'm actually reading Atomic Habits right now. I started it during Gap Week. It got me really jazzed. And he's touching on this in the book as far as or not. He's not touching on it. He's laying it out, quite frankly. Um, what fills in the gap between setting the goal and actually achieving the goal. But you have to have a plan. You have mm -hmm. to, you know, cliche, plan your work and work your plan. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a it's like it's a backwards progression, like you're saying. And that's what we really want to look at um, on the show this season. If your goal is to be great, be a great laundress, <laughs> then you you have to work backwards. Right. You know, right. From from you being that great person to backwards to the day you have the idea you know i'm sick of laundry always getting the best of me mm -hmm. so how will i get there mm -hmm. yeah I and think that that plan like determines your daily actions it determines your daily thoughts and your daily actions if if those things aren't um lining up you're n you're never going to get there i think that's what's actually really important is that so often it's easy for us as homemakers to set these goals. I want a clean house. Mm -hmm. I want a balanced mm -hmm. budget. I want right. to know what I'm making for dinner. <laughs> right. Um, but without without this idea of working backwards, without the daily tasks that it takes to get there, the problem is then 
we don't get there. And then we mentally beat ourselves up and we tell ourselves things that aren't true about ourselves. Like you're bad at this or you're bad at that or this is just the way that you I'm are. Not just, I'm not good at numbers. Yeah, I can't. Right, right. My life is too busy. I can't stay on top of my laundry, you know. Right. I don't get home in time from work uh, with enough time to make dinner, you know, just. Right. So you end up telling, uh, you have excuses and yeah. uh, it's really damaging, I think, to the homemaker's momentum and mm-hmm. self-worth because it's not that she's not putting in effort, but the effort maybe is misguided, misplaced, misdirected, um, mm-hmm. or or just lost into the abyss of, you know those days when you go into the kitchen or you, you do take care of stuff in your house, and at the end of the day, it's like your house is still a mess and like, you don't know what's for supper, and you're like, wait a second. I worked all day. Yeah. yeah this doesn't make sense. My husband say, I've been going around in circles all day. Right. I have nothing to show for it. And that is not a good place to catch me. That makes me very cranky. That's so not a cranky. good feeling. I don't right. do that feeling very well. Right. <laughs> yeah. But there are these days where maybe it's not your house cleaning day, right? But maybe the tasks that you've set yourself are to balance your budget, to go to the grocery store, to get take care of your ironing to take care of something with your kids, whatever that may be. And you get to the end of the day and you think, I did all these small steps that I know are going to, they're a step towards Mm -hmm. what I'm working towards. And that makes it very palatable to to take in a day like that, where, yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe your floors are dirty, but maybe you've worked out, right? (laughs) Maybe you've preserved that produce before it goes bad. Maybe you've sat Mm -hmm. down and done an essay with your kids or Whatever those things are, yeah, it's helpful to because know. you can't do it right. all. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't do it all. And like we've, we try to really stress on this show that you cannot do it all on the months where you're pushing towards one thing. Something always has to give. And um, yep. we, we try to stress too that like you're never going to totally arrive. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you might be working towards X, Y, Z and something will have to give and maybe it's that your floors don't get mopped on Monday they get mopped on Friday real quick before company comes over like sure but you but when you have the goal and you know if your goal is is a Stanford pre-med student then the essay is more important than the floors Mm -hmm. exactly you know right so so the (laughs) end goals determine what our actions are right and what those are for you are going to look different than they are for me um yes And I think it also helps when we've set those goals. I don't like using the word goals, but like when we've set that like vision of what we're trying Mm -hmm. to achieve and it's clear, you're really able to be confident then in your daily decisions because you know that in 10 years time or five years time or even a year, they're going to take you where it is that you're trying to go. And I think that's really liberating. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think mm-hmm. confidence is really powerful for the homemaker. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month 
created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hey listeners, this is Angela. You've heard me share with you how you can become your very best home decorator by joining my design society at oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. But what about your vacations? What about a getaway with that old world flair? Right where I live in beautiful Door County, the Martha's Vineyard of the Midwest, right on the shores of Lake Michigan. It's time to reserve my charming English cottage for your next vacation. Book a nice cozy winter retreat now with off-season rates or schedule your family vacation for this summer and enjoy our pristine beaches, quaint antique towns, and vineyards. The cottage is dressed in English country flair, but it's very family-friendly, sleeps six, and is just moments away from the lake. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash cottage to book your next getaway today. Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to tell you about a great seed company that we recently discovered, Survival Garden Seeds. This is a family business created by two brothers. All their seeds are heirloom, open pollinated varieties and are guaranteed to grow. These are tried and true varieties. They carry hundreds of interesting varieties, but I'm most excited about the three big garden collections, which have either 30, 50, or 100 varieties included. It's a huge selection of herbs, all different kinds of vegetables, and even a few flowers for beauty and pollinators. They come in sturdy packaging that is perfect for storing seeds long-term. All their packets have seed-saving instructions included, which allow you to save seed for the following year and have a perpetual harvest. The best part is that these collections are priced at just under a dollar a packet, which is amazing. So use the link below this episode to shop Survival Garden Seeds or go to survivalgardenseeds.com. Homemaker Chic listeners can use the code HOMEMAKERGARDEN to get an additional 10% off those huge collections of 30, 50, or 100 packs. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think that's with this idea, you know, this working backwards and why, okay, well, why don't you like the word goals? It's cheap. Feels cheap to me. Cheap. Overused cheap or cheap? Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about dreams. Oh, my dream is. I'm like, shut up. Set a goal. Yeah. Well, see, like okay. the, the goal idea is like, oh, I'm not going to eat sugar in January. And you're like, okay, but like it's bigger than that, right? Like that's just something that you want to do. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, but that's not a goal. That's the goal would be I'm okay. going to lose 20 pounds by bathing suit season. So I'm not going to eat sugar in January. Yeah. But I don't know why I don't like that word. I can. I, I, I know there's certain like words it. you don't like. You don't like self care. You don't like goal. I've never heard you say you don't like goal. So I just wondered. Yeah, okay. I don't like it. What I'm trying to think of what word I would use instead. Because I don't really that's, love the word vision either. <laughs> 
words are Let's important. just not talk. Let's just not talk. Let's just look at each other. Make facial expressions. (laughs) I do feel that way about dreams, though. When somebody says my dream is like, I want to gag. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that ain't happening. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Um, I'm looking at alternative words for goals. (laughs) Thesaurus. Objective. Holy holy grail. (laughs) (laughs) Target. No. Uh, Maybe objective. I like objective. objective. (laughs) Intention sounds like new agey to me that like I yeah know, it's not my intention i don't know that bu- that one bugs me see <laughs> certain words do bug I <laughs> um i want to share this story i shared it with angela okay. already but i think it kind of does actually play into the theme of this um i wrote a blog post the other day and it was on my instagram acquaintance she's a farmer in england she's got really young kids really young kids and she just peaced out she was and but what struck me about her sort of departure from social media was she just said um, um, I need my world to be smaller. And I think that initial, maybe our initial cultural response is to be like, that's silly. Like you need, you need to be globally minded. You need to know what's going on. You need to care. You need to contribute, blah, blah, blah. But, um, this idea of setting your objectives within your home on the things that you can control, I think is very powerful for the homemaker Mm -hmm. and i just want to encourage you guys listening that if if your world feels like you need it to be smaller that's okay that's okay (laughs) i the world will tell you that it's not important that there are other more important things than your laundry and that's true in a certain sense and in another it's not because you have a duty and a call to take care of the things within your walls. That is, for lack of better words, you, that's your sphere of influence. And mm-hmm. we need to take care of that as best as we can. And I think the tricky part is not falling into a ditch and just saying, well, there's so much going on right now or there's so much that I need to be engaged with that those things are important. Whether it's laundry or what you make for dinner or your clean floors, or the education of your children, or whatever that may be, I think a homemaker's duty is to, I mean, ultimately all of our duties, I would argue, is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. We do that in different ways. And you can do that by cultivating beauty and planting your window boxes. That is not a waste of life. You are cultivating and creating and making something beautiful and that has value that's all okay you should have given that your like uh your controversial disclaimer like you do why that's not controversial well just because no but it 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 is in that it is in that you're inviting people to take the pressure off for solving the world's problems that should not be controversial i know it shouldn't but but I feel like it is. I feel like it could be. I don't care. Okay. But I feel like it could be. <laughs> yeah. And maybe. Because because there is this pressure to know everything and be a part of everything and to put whatever flag or avatar, like whatever the hot button is topic on your social media. What is it called? Avatar or whatever. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
You know what I'm I saying? Do. Like, yeah, I do. No, yeah. no, no. And that's like, exactly what I'm saying. It's like, are that you makes a foreign policy actually, expert? No. Actually, that doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Prayer and raising your children right makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, you know? So that's exactly yeah. what I said in my post. I said, turns out. Yeah. So for, for me, what this looked like um, is mm-hmm. pulling. I'm still active doing what I need to do on my social media to be connected and to share. But writing in, in like, honestly, what feels to me like as in a much more stable place, which is my blog. Um, where was I going with that? I totally just lost my train of thought. What this means to me. Okay. So, I, but what I was saying is if I spend less time scrolling, trying to stay up to date, trying to figure out what's going on, who's doing what, what's the news, what do I need to be afraid of today? What am I supposed to do about this situation? If I actually don't spend time consuming all that and instead actually you, you free up a large portion of your heart and your time to actually mm-hmm. pray, like t- to actually pray for the world, for the people that you care for. Um, and that is actually where the fruit comes from. Mm-hmm. And so it might feel like, but it's actually the cheapest form of interaction. Some status update, some some claim that you're throwing out there, that's cheap. It, uh mm-hmm. It's easy. It's really easy. <laughs> and be like, look, 42 characters and like I've said my piece. I've I've made my position known, right? Like I've put it out there. That's my civil duty. It's like not really. That's actually quite literally the cheapest form of interaction you could have had about something that you're right. claiming is really important. It's a lot harder to do the right thing. Actually. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think um, speaking to like moms, homemakers that that are mothers, we've been sort of like guilted into the right thing is spreading yourself over all these different concerns. And I'm not saying there's a, like a time and a place for international or, or, or concerns, right? Sure. But like you, there's very little you can do. What are you going to do? I mean, aside from your checkbook and prayer, there's very little you can do. But if you spend that energy scrolling and taking it in, what Putin is doing, what whoever's doing, and you're like a stressed out, burdened, because it's burdening, like mess or your mind is so preoccupied Mm -hmm. that you can't attend to the people in your home the way they deserve, like if you're you know, because we all know what that's like to have our phones and have a child ask us something and be like, what? Sure. You know, and you're just so jacked up from what you just read. Um, you would be better off to go plant your window box with your five-year-old by your side. Yeah. Singing together. <laughs> like that. that's going to make more of a difference in the world than you knowing, air quotes, what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. I actually think this is why people can tend to feel so distraught about the state of things because I think we've actually been, this is controversial. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um, I think that we have been sold a lie that our vote matters and that it makes a difference. Oh, did you hear Dr. Phil on Rogan going off about that Mm-mm. a couple months ago? Mm-mm. He basically said the same thing. 
Oh, really? Not a huge Dr. Phil fan, but I found this portion really interesting. He's just like, look, like, it doesn't matter. You really care? You really care? Why don't you know what's going on in your local community? Right. Why don't you know who's running for sheriff? Yeah. So your vote might. Why don't you go have coffee with them? Why don't you get in and get dirty with what's really where you can really make a difference? Right. And I think the same could be said to the homemaker. Get in and get dirty and stop getting preoccupied with all this chaos. Right. And get in where you can really make a difference. And that's actually in your home despite what pop culture tells you. (laughs) That's actually like. Like, basically at your home with 10 people probably in the entire world. It's actually pretty small. It's your best friend. It's your church community. Yeah. Maybe your vote yeah. is enough to, to – and your actions are you – can, you can make change. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you just need to roll right. over and take it. I'm, I'm just saying – I'm talking more about, like, the mental space that it takes and the stress the, that you create sure. in your own world by just, air quote, knowing what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You know what they're feeding you, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't know. You don't know, and none and, of us do. And and yeah. But we do know what's going on in our homes, and we can deal with right. that, and we can deal with that well. Um, mm-hmm. we can know what's going on in our churches. We can know what's going on in our in our small little areas of our community. Yeah. We can know those things. Some, yeah, I uh, spent some time with some women in my community recently, and got to talking about what's really going on in our community. And I was stunned mm. and and saddened that I didn't know, that I didn't know how people could be helped, that I didn't know where needs could be met. And I I live in an extremely small community. I was, mm. I won't say shamed because I, but I, I didn't, I just didn't know. Right. You don't hear about it. It's not on the gossip train. It's just right. quietly what's happening in people's lives and needs that they have. And yeah. Now I know. Now I know what I can do in my own down the road. There you go. Yeah. I do not think it's a mistake to think smaller. I think we are really the first generation who sort of sees it in this way. When you think about like people still communicating via telegrams, like Morse code, Mm -hmm. not that long ago. And we have information and access to everything all over all the time. This isn't actually usually very helpful at all to the homemaker. It's actually very burdensome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have found uh, even I, even though I consumed very, very little of it, you know, when you always kind of have your fingers on the pulse of things, um, mm-hmm. during my gap week, I got very aggressive at weeding out anything that wasn't going to contribute to growth in a real way. Such mm. as, you know, kind of mindless podcasts. Like I, I really enjoy mm-hmm. the Nate Land podcast. It makes me laugh, but it's just kind of noise. It's just kind of to have noise mm-hmm. on in the background. And mm-hmm. um, I shut it off. And instead, I put on French music, which is always such a like pleasure to me to listen to like uh, Melody Garrett radio or something mm-hmm. of the sort, Madeline Peru or something transformative mm-hmm. where all of a sudden it's not that I have earphones and I'm listening to something silly instead I'm creating this atmosphere I'm intentionally contributing um I shut Netflix off at night and I just said we'll watch a movie together on Fridays but like the other nights of the week I'm gonna be reading I'm I'm like mm-hmm. 
I'm going to actually put something in that feeds my mind, feeds my heart, grows me in some kind of a way. And that's a great feeling because that's what you can actually change. Like you can do it right now in this moment. You don't have to wait till the next presidential cycle and then, <laughs> you know, put all your eggs in that basket. Um, wah, wah, I know wah. I've shared this before, but there is a really, really hmm. great quote from On Living in the Atomic Age by C.S. Lewis. Now, hmm. he's talking about atomic bombs, okay? Which is not necessarily what we're talking about. Hmm. But I think this is, Stuart uses this to comfort me a lot when I feel like, oh, no. What are we doing here, right? How can this be important? Uh, Right. This is the first point to be made, he says. And the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. If we're going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb, when it comes, find... Oh, I'm going to cry. Right. (laughs) It's so good. Let that Mm. bomb, when it comes, find us doing sensible and human things, praying, working, Teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint and a game of darts, not huddled together like frightened sheep thinking about bombs. They may break our bodies, but a microbe can do that. But they do not need to dominate our minds. I think that's so helpful. <laughs> that's it gets so me every helpful. time. That's so good. Because... Because I know there's like people that can be listening and going like, oh, you just want to like keep us all like the little women at home not knowing what's going on. And like we're not talking about that at all. We're talking about what has happened over I would even say the last 20 years where like it's just this invasion of thought and addiction subsequently created. You know, when I first had children – um, a couple years before that, we got rid of our televisions. And I did that because I wanted to establish the habit. I wanted to wean myself off of friends. I wanted to wean myself off of all the Thursday night sitcoms and just prattling, prattle. And I just thought, I don't want my children to be told what to think 24-7. I don't want that in my home, talking at us in the corner. I could have never imagined the internet talking at us in our hands all day every day like telling us what to think who knew what to fear what to value what to do how to feel about everything yeah i think it takes a real courageous um look at like what you're taking in it's like to because it's real easy to get defensive well that's not me i can get real defensive i don't use facebook i'm not taking all that in It's still, like, there's still stuff coming in through osmosis. I still like to check the news sometimes. Um, And then I get all like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And again, I know those stories are, like, programmed. Like, they're choosing which stories I I see. And I'm still like, oh, my gosh. Um, Mm -hmm. And it takes up mental space. My, My stance would be, like, this takes up mental space. My message to women and homemakers would be, like, you are capable of not to be like a cheerleader girl power because that makes me want to gag but like you're seriously capable of so much more than you think you are but so you've opened up so many little doors throughout the day to rob you of focus and diligence and goal setting and and the ability to work backwards and (laughs) discipline yeah like we've talked on this show like 
do the hard thing. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. We had a season called It Doesn't Just Happen. Mm-hmm. That that girlfriend, you know, that's just a really great homemaker and there's always something warm in the oven and her kids, their fingernails aren't long and gross. And like, that didn't just happen. It's not that she's just magically good at it and you're not. She's made probably mm-hmm. some pretty incredible choices along the way to have the time and the mental capacity to remember to trim her children's fingernails Mm -hmm. and know where the fingernail clippers are. Mm -hmm. Have you been to AmericanBlossomLinens.com lately? When you do, here's what I want you to remember. HomemakerChic20. Because that is the coupon code you need for 20% off the linens you need to run your home. I'm talking about heirloom quality sheets, woven with American-grown cotton, softer with each washing these are our favorite sheets as fans of vintage linens these are the best sheets ever and you'll find the most plush towels plus blankets duvets and even pillows american blossom linens is the company shay and i partner with in our homes for top quality invest once linens woven to last a lifetime that's right invest once and never again with american blossom linens so visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off your entire purchase. We want to dress our home in accessories with a story, with quality accessories that have meaning, and for sure accessories that are not headed for the landfill. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit HotRugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. I'm a designer, okay? I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. And here's a designer tip. You will give your home an instant professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. They elevate your space instantly. And they're so versatile, you can move them all over the house, and they are made to withstand real life. That means they're able to withstand your pets, your kids, your spills, and your traffic patterns. So get to know House of Tokuman over on Instagram, and then, when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a -a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies or replicas. House of Tokuman is at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use our coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off your full-sized rug. Get your tickets to the Modern Homesteading Conference today. They are discounted right now at modernhomesteading.com. This is where you can learn in person from speakers like Joel Salatin, Carolyn and Josh Thomas, Anne of All Trades, Melissa K. Norris, and more. You need to see how things are done in person where you can ask questions and get answers immediately from someone with decades of experience. And you need to be surrounded by people who understand this way of life. Live demos include chicken butchering, pig butchering and old-fashioned charcuterie with salt curing, sheep shearing, kombucha making, fruit tree grafting, and of course, the family milk cow. All of this and more is included with your ticket price. Plus, relax and enjoy a performance by farmer, filmmaker, author, and artist Rory Feek. Visit ModernHomesteading.com today for your discounted tickets. That's ModernHomesteading.com. Let's put the rubber on the road here. 
Okay. Let's give let's give our listeners an example of something that we've set in our life. Um, a goal, a destination, <laughs> an objective, <laughs> an objective, a holy grail of thought. And uh, and I'm sorry. Now you just cued all the Monty Python. Bring out your dead. Bring like, out your dead. Um, and then this the idea of like working backwards from that. Let's let's give them let's give them an example. Oh gee. Oh Thanks gee. Let me think about it. Okay. I love putting you okay, on the spot. On. It's so good. I, I hate you. I know. <laughs> it's so good. Jeez Louise. Um, I mean, we've already talked about laundry, so that's no good. Um, I mean, my health is a real big thing. Okay. Um, if you're if you're brand new, uh, last year after just like years of just weird crap happening to me, hearing loss and aches and pains and anxiety, pins and needles, like I finally got diagnosed with um, reactivated chronic <laughs> Epstein Barr. I don't know what the official title is. It's something like that. Um, and so my goal was, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this. This is a virus. And if it's a virus, then that makes sense to me. I can beat this, air, you know, air mm-hmm. quotes. And so um, I decided I wanted to make my body the most inhospitable place for this virus to live. And so I, that was my goal. And then I had to work backwards. What does that mean? That means cutting out inflammatory foods. What does that mean? That means sweating it out in the sauna. What does that mean? That means always working out, breaking some sort of a sweat. What does that mean? It means keeping my stress levels really low. So doing things that feed my soul so that I can go decompress when I start to feel jacked up and nervous um you know it was just like and then that what does that mean that means sitting down with my family and saying mom is sick and this virus can lead to really bad things so as a family we can afford mom this time and we can work together to clean the kitchen at night so she can go sauna so she's not here like wiping off counters at 8 30 at night or you know like it team effort it just kept we just kept working backwards, working backwards and adjusting the schedule and adjusting the budget for supplements and things that weren't cheap. And we just kept having to go backwards and backwards and backwards. Well, mm-hmm. today I feel great, you know, so that's fast forward a year. Um, but that's like right off the top of my head is like something that was pretty important. Mm-hmm. And that had some pretty bad consequences if I kept on the road I was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a perfect example. And also a perfect example of one that, I mean, some of these, some of this applied is going to be so much simpler. Like, oh, I was so simple. That's a huge one. That's a yeah. Hu- that's, and yeah, but it's like, you know, if it's a homemaker's goal to keep a clean house, for example, there, mm-hmm. that, you can have that knocked out next week. <laughs> like, you can start implementing that today and be on the track to, to that goal being achieved in, in no time, right? Um, yeah. So I think that that's actually really important to share that I, that concept for real big ones, too. It can be really little. I don't like crap around my house. When when I love my family, I don't like their stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they leave stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. it makes me nuts. At the end of the day, when I've worked really hard and I've and they live here, I get it. But they also need to be responsible and put their stuff away. Right. I'm a big advocate of putting things away. I'm that I'm that nerd that like never leaves a room empty handed. Yep. I'm that person. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't like their stuff around at the end of the day. It makes me feel incomplete. makes me feel like I didn't finish my job. And so work backwards. I bought a huge corner wicker basket. It sits at the bottom of the stairs. You leave your crap around the house, I throw your crap in the basket. At the end of the month, if your crap is still there, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And so then I get my picked-up house at the end of the day. They learn there's a consequence mm-hmm. to leaving your stuff everywhere. They're like, where's my stuff? I'm like, I don't know. Check the bottom of the basket. Mm-hmm. And so like, mm-hmm. we work backwards. has multiple um, benefits. There you go. There you and go. that's just really simple. That's just a stupid wicker basket. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mine's so kind of a big one right now that I'm working on. Okay. I had this goal in my mind that I haven't actually really talked about on here, but I just sort of got this this feeling. <laughs> Not that I believe in trusting your feelings. Let that be known. But <laughs> I had this sort of goal in my mind. I, I'll call it a goal. I had this goal in my mind a couple years ago for our family to spend a good chunk of time in Italy. I don't expect this to make mm-hmm. sense to people. Um, it's hard to explain to people. They're like, why? I'm like, it's a thing. I don't like it's just written on it's my heart. Thing. Okay. I love right. this place. I love the people. It inspires me to do good work, to be a great homesteader. Like it inspires me to sit down at the table with my family. Like it, it's all the vibes that I have. It's there in a lot of ways, in a real palpable way. Mm-hmm. And so we set a goal as a family of being able to make this trip for kind of an extended period of time at a certain date. And once that goal was set, I'm a binder person. I have like a binder for everything in my life. <laughs> I make a binder and and I give it a title, I give it a name, and then it was literally like tabs of working backwards. So like for us, the mm-hmm. very first step of that project was to uh get passports for the kids like something really simple but it took like getting together birth certificates and taking the effort and paying them money that's a lot of work that stupid form and if you <laughs> and i don't expensive. know about your guy but it's very expensive but if you have like one scribble oh, yeah. out or one we'll whoopsie you have back. to start all over yeah they'll send it back oh my gosh i had to request yeah. owen's owen was born in alabama so. so like i didn't have the right birth certificate i had to call the health department mm-hmm. it was it was it felt like a huge hurdle now i'm like that's done Eat like Frank yeah. passports. Got it. If somebody called me in fifteen minutes, was like, "Go to Italy." I'm like, I'll, "I'm there." Like, I could have my suitcase, mm-hmm. my pa- like, we're we're ready to go. Um, but that was where it starts. Now, the long suffering part of that is like, I am investing, and my time is valuable, just like everybody's. It is mm-hmm. our one commodity that we like cannot get back. But I'm investing a huge chunk of time into actually learning Italian so that when we go, I can at very least like rudimentarily function like I need to. So I've been meeting with a tutor. I was telling Angela this right before we started recording. Um, she said, well, how did it go? And I was like, I got done. This was my first session because I wanted to get some underneath me before I wasted anybody's time. Right. But right. I've been really, really consistent at practicing. And so Stu is like, let's let's get this on the calendars. Like do it. Make it happen half an hour, twice a week. I get done talking to yeah. this tutor. Like, my armpits are so sweaty. <laughs> and my face is all red. My chest is all, like, I look like I'd been called into the principal's office and, like, lashed. I was so, like, anxious and excited and oh nervous. Did you, ta- did you do a lot of talking on your first one? Or? Um, I mean, we just, like, we go like, through the alphabet, feel it out, like, vowels, what are your okay. goals? And I was like, 
I'm going to be fluent. That's my goal. Yeah. I have a five-year goal of being fluent in Italian. That is very ambitious and is going to take so much practice. Um, Yeah. But I also like this idea of these goals and these working backwards. If anyone else is thinking of something in their world, what this would look like for them, like, I love the ones that scare you a little bit. And you're like, how how is that even possible? Yeah, I mean, come on. You have a handful of the wicker basket ones, right? But then have a few that really just make your armpits sweat. Oh, I'm sweaty just talking about it. <laughs> I yeah. am. Yeah. And I, I said, he said, what's your goal? And I said, I'm going to be fluent in five years. And he's like, <laughs> like maybe, maybe. <laughs> Buona fortuna. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that means good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, you know, it's, I do think it's good as, yeah. as you guys, homemakers, you're thinking about this. Yeah. Have the wicker basket ones. Have the ones where it's like. Instant victory, instant action. Yeah, yeah. Instant change in your that's daily important. routine. That's important. That's like a Dave. Yeah. That's like a Dave Ramsey snowball. Yeah, like grab a few easy ones yeah. and just knock them out. And that like trains you. Like, oh, I can do this. Um, we got to talk. Well, I think well, we should talk about the Atomic Habits okay. book later on in this season because it's really there's some good stuff there. So like, here's the other yeah. thing, real fast, before we go to changing mm-hmm. habits. Okay. My my other sort of so you know we set our goal for our business. Um, mm. which we, okay, that's a different topic. We set our goals for our business. <laughs> we set our goals for our home. We set our goals for our homeschool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I have my, my certain ones that I set. I think you're, this is one of yours as well. Like one of mine that I'm really working backwards from is like, I am learning to be a reader. I am learning to devote my time to reading and not just reading garbage, but like reading some classics, reading some valuable literature that will Grow my vocabulary, grow my thought process. Have you noticed that like your brain has gotten stupid from the way that the sound bites come out into the world? And you're like, am, am I'm am I thinking in full sentences? Or am I just like thinking in hashtags? Like this idea of like okay, really like, don't, don't get me started. Thoughts. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? My yeah, I have my kids are on Discord, okay? And I got one and when I look at her phone. I'm thinking, this is such twaddle garbage. Mm-hmm. I can't even stand it. This is the way you communicate with your friends. Whatever happened to Diana and Anne and Bosom Buddies? There you go. Like, where's the vocabulary? Where's the this vocabulary? Garbage. So, like, I've always, I love to read. I'm an avid reader. But um, I've read some hard things. And then sometimes I see a title and I'm like, oh, you should really read that. Mm-hmm. Loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Ami Lee came to me and she's like, I want to graduate early. She's so, she's very, everybody that has multiple children deserves one like Ami Lee because she's the easy one. Uh, I love the easy ones. You know, like taught herself to potty train at 16 months old, taught herself to read at four. Like she's like the free pass child. But then, but again, then I, not so much in that I have to keep the challenges up or else life gets really boring. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... She's like, well, what do I need to do to graduate? Like, I've done all the things. What what else would you have me do? I said, well, let's make sure you've read all the classics. And you know what? I'll do it with you. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing this mm-hmm. year. We have this beast of a list. And, um, of course, she's got more time than I do. So I know. she's just murdering these books. It's amazing. It's only the fourth or whatever. whatever so Georgia always says to me, she's like, Mom, I've read that book. I'm like, Georgia, 
you don't work. Like she started the <laughs> picture of face. Dorian Gray last night and she's done. See, there you go. I'm like, wow, yeah. must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love this idea um, of reading though because it's like a it's for one it's tangible. Like it's Again, but it isn't that today. gibberish. It's not. But you're right. Like we're so used to like the quips, the headlines, the TikTok, the reels, the yep, the I'm done. Like, the the, hu- the humor that doesn't really res- it doesn't really require intelligence. Yes. Remember? Yes. Do we remember intelligent humor? Yes. Exactly. Where there it was like multifaceted and nuanced and you might, references to other things. You might have you to read to like a couple things. paragraphs to like so get the something full. would be funny. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm I'm like leaning into that deeply because I think there's just so much value to building your brain. I want to build yeah. my brain. It's one of the things I love about learning a language. It's really hard. Like I get done and my brain is like. <laughs> Just throat, like after I practice French, I'm like, oh. my jaw is tired. French hurts my, your sometimes throat. Sometimes my throat hurts. Italian's yeah. not that way, but like I genuinely do have to like set my flashcards down. And my my tutor actually said this to me. He's like, put yourself down. Get your hands out. I speak with my hands anyway. It drives my YouTube audience crazy. They're like, could you stop? I'm like, oh. no. This is how words yeah. come out of my mouth. Anyway, he said, like, put your... Car- I've had YouTube audience people be like, what's with the hands? I'm like, I'm sorry. This is how I, I do. <laughs> right. Anyway, I love that. I love that process of just, um, yeah, having something having something like that that just mm-hmm. grows you. But where I was getting at with this is like, okay, okay books are one for me. I'm going to continue to work out. I'm almost two years in. I'm super proud of myself. What, like how much stronger I've gotten, how consistent I've been about it during that whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back to the beginning of the podcast, you can hear my thoughts on working out, what they were three years ago. And and Italian, okay? And that's just yeah. on top of just like work stuff, house stuff, kid stuff. That's like mm-hmm. my full day. I mean, that's like every scrap of time filled. You actually have time for very few of those. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially yes. like if you garden, if you home, if you do any of these other things, it turns out your ability is is fairly, I don't want to say limited, but it's like you get a couple, you get a couple of things that you're just like, I'm going to do this. And it, but if mm-hmm. you're going to do it, it's going to take time and you only mm-hmm. have so much time to give to these things. Right. And to me, that's actually kind of liberating. You don't have to go master the world mm-hmm. yeah you can do a couple things do a couple things choose your things and do a couple things mm-hmm. i yep. struggle with that because i want to do all the things i want to do all the things i know you know yeah, yeah but do you know what i'm saying maybe like you your day s- is maybe you can't sew but maybe you could just be really good at a button when the button pops See? off you don't have to go to the tailor you're just really good at a button that's that's a perfect yeah. example because i would love to know to sew my mom worked in a factory sewing and she's so good at it and she I could can teach sew, me but i don't have time these days yeah. i mean when i had it smaller time. younger kids and they took naps like i was like a maniac i loved to design little dresses for myself and for my girls yep i actually have a lot of guilt about that i look at anais i'm like i've never really sewn you anything yeah well, I'm about ready to practice my skills because somebody was moving some Christmas stuff, putting it away, and they tore, they put it on my bed, and they tore a tear in my American Blossom Linen's sheet. And so now there's, Ooh. like, this little tear, and I'm going to have to stitch it. I'm going to have to figure out you how can, to patch it. <laughs> you can do that. 
You can do that. Can I? I don't. And the I, reason it would be really good to do that, let me just say, is because um, American Blossom Linens are designed to be purchased once and then last a lifetime. And they are. Um, Unless I mess it up. Show this season. I'm sorry. No, you won't mess Janet, it up. Janet, if I you mess it up, t- I'm going to have to get some more sheets. No. <laughs> no, you just look. It wasn't the sheets' fault. Red Ingalls. <laughs> It's not the sheet's fault. I mean, I've read Laura Ingalls where she like takes two pieces of linen and like has to hand stitch them together. Right. That's what I'm going to have to do. Like for her wedding trousseau or something, yeah. you can do it. You can darn. Like Google darning a sheet or something. I, You know there's old school people out there that are darning mm-hmm. antique linens. Mm-hmm. Just go from like Google it from an antique linen perspective. Well, um, what's weird about the, not weird, uh, the sheets, they have like the, um, they have the pattern of like a vintage linen. Like you can see the the fibers, the fibers. Thank you. Is that what they're called? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You can see them. So weave the weave. There you go. You can really see Mm -hmm. the weave. So I was looking Mm -hmm. at the other day, like trying to fold it over itself. Like you know, Mama wasn't very happy. I have a few. I have few luxuries in life, like Mm -hmm. a well dressed made bed with ironed sheets. That's all I just don't touch my bed. Okay, don't hide your plastic dinosaurs. Okay, so it's not just me. No. It's not, like the kids, they come in. My kids hang from my beams and they jump down on my bed. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I, I'm, I'm a super, I'm going to like toot my own horn as a mom here. I'm a super giving mom. Mom, can we use your watercolors? Yes, you may. Mom, can we use your makeup? Can we play with your makeup? Yes, you may. Mom, can we do this? Hey, yes, you may. Just stay the frick off my bed. It's okay? my spot. It is my spot. It's my spot. Okay. I just made it. Don't wrinkle it. I know. Could you just not? Yeah. Could you just not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you just not? Yeah. And, and honestly, yeah. like, my kids don't mean to, but when you invest in nice in nice bedding and, like, super high-quality bedding, like our sheets from mm-hmm. American Blossom, when you do that, like, kids will ruin things. <laughs> they don't mean to. But, you know, like, then they throw up on something or they, like, had paint on their shoe and then they got onto your comforter. You know, it happens. It happens. It makes me nuts. I'd rather just not uh, You have should be able to do that. Bed. I bet. Okay. I wouldn't. I don't know that I would fold it over because then you're going to make a crease. Yeah. But I would look. I would like Google some like geek out people that are like really into that bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, also convicted by what you said. Even Wendy at like. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I have like a. I have actually have like a little pile of like three or four buttons in my laundry room that need to be sewn back on clothing. <laughs> That I haven't done. Oh yet. yeah, that's therapeutic. Oh no, you make a fire, you put on some okay. jazz and okay. a glass of wine. That's there. That's that's okay. like th- a therapeutic action. But I would. But you could add like darning socks and darning your sheets to that. Okay. Um, AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Do we know our coupon code for that? AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Homemaker Chic Twenty. Is it the same? Twenty percent off. The same one as last year. Yeah. Okay. If you yeah. want to see the see so, the sheets I'm talking about, yeah, visit their website and you can use our code. Um, yeah, there you go. Do that. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, it's really great that you don't have to throw them away. Yeah, because I don't. No, want I to. would just fix them. Um, for sure. Stu said something to me during Christmas. We were really careful about the gifts that we got each other for Christmas. Um, and you know, you get through. You get. You do get to this stage, and and we haven't always been there, but like you do get to this stage where you really, really want to be thoughtful about what comes into your house. And yeah. He had seen something at a thrift store and it was this great little flannel, but like it didn't fit him quite right. It was it was nice and it was in really good shape, mm-hmm. but it didn't it didn't fit him quite right. 
And he put it back, which I was surprised by. And he was just like, I'm just not interested in bringing anything in unless it's like, it's right. You know, it's not just more for more for more's sake. It's like getting it right. What do you think, you know, you and I being, you know, we've each had some like pretty gnarly like financial years, (laughs) Mm -hmm. to say the least, Mm -hmm. Um, and multiple children Mm -hmm. in short periods of time. What sometimes I reflect like what if I had been that person from the get go, like a very disciplined, I'm not going to bring in junk. I'm just going to live even if my house is a little empty. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Have you ever like looked back and thought on that? Because I know we have a lot of people listening and mm-hmm. they're they're thrifters and they're out like trying to find a good deal and their house is full of their it's full of little knickknacks and whatever. And sometimes I. I, you know, I don't look back too much in that I wish I could do things over. But sometimes I do have an acknowledgement that, you know, I brought in some stress with all that crap. Yeah. And just because it was a good deal, like I could have done with a little less. I could have. I feel like I've always been that person to save for nicer things. But but I will acknowledge I found excuses along the way to buy the cheaper things in the interim. Yep. And sometimes I look at like my stress level as a mom with so many small children and wondered like how much I inflicted on myself with like just more. And maybe it was maybe the more was therapy. Maybe it felt good to buy things because I couldn't buy things. Right. Or but I don't I think I think, like I think it's both. I think you have needs regardless mm-hmm. of what stage of life you're at or what sort of uh financial situation you're in you have needs and i think sometimes thrifting for things or finding the cheaper version that's just what you can do i think where that gets a little bit hairy is when you're talking about designing your house you know and actually like making it trying to make it visually what you want it to be um mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have, like, made a difference, but, like, looking back, I wish I would have bought a lot less crap. I wish I would have mm-hmm. instead taken that money and, like, painted the walls or, like, or done something that, mm-hmm. like, helped the structure of the room or just saved it and just been like, you're not going to go to the thrift store. And I know it just felt nice. It felt nice it felt to go good. find something for three bucks, be able to design something mm-hmm. around it, whatever. All that's gone to the dump. And it's so sad. Like, it's sad to me when I think about hmm. that waste. I don't really like that. That makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's like asking like, well, what would life have been like if I married somebody else? It's like you don't know. That's not what happened. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of <laughs> wonder, like you know, because now I'm so like after you know however many trips to the dump or however many garage sales back in the day where you try to get rid of this stuff, and you know. Maybe I don't need to be so self-critical. Maybe the maybe the things served a pur- purpose. They made me feel good. They gave me extra dishes to decorate a table with. Right. Something to put on the coffee table. Um, yeah. But there is a burden to stuff too. And I just wonder like sometimes I think back about like how much of that is um, like some sort of self-inflicted chaos mm-hmm. when you're in the trenches and you're just drowning anyways, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I caused myself just severe torture when my children were young. Not just on that, but like mm. we published three books in four years and that was stupid. 
Like I just remember mm. like being up writing in the middle of the night and just working so hard and just feeling like this is an opportunity and I can't miss it because I don't want to go back to being poor again. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like right. your only option is just work. Just work. Go. If they say yeah, right? we'll give you this much money, you just go and you do it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just part of the story, I suppose, at the end of it all. But I will say... All that being said, I'm getting hyper aggressive. I have been hyper aggressive for a while, but it's even more so now because you do realize stuff becomes it's like taking in news feeds. It's like, yeah, that might be a nice little hit for a second. You know, maybe a small little bit of inspiration or a small little bit of like excitement or whatever that may be. Yeah. But it's cheap and it's fleeting and you're going to have to like do some serious mental cleanup afterwards. Or physical cleanup in the sense of, of mm-hmm. the stuff that's actually in your house. Mm-hmm. So, but I yeah. love my little, I, you know, I do like things. I like things too. <laughs> I'm just pretty ruthlessly selective the last five years or so. Yep. Ruthless. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when I'm antiquing, I know what I want. Uh-huh. And to the point now where Stu's just like, good job. <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> to see that you've grown into this because. Um, I used to be like a dog just chasing a ball. And when I would go to these antique stores, I just love this stuff. And now I'm pretty, I'm pretty Now you can look at it and go, that's cute. If I had a shop, I would put that in it. If I had a friend, I would buy that for her. Yep. You know, but that's not for me. I don't need that. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to kind of flush out this season. We're going to be flushing out. Um. Working backwards, I think in terms of attitudes and organization, we're going to be sitting down with our friend Jen from The Darling, or The Daily Connoisseur, rather. Mm-hmm. And speaking as, I was going to say The Darling Academy, we should have Elena back on. That would be fun yeah, this uh, We have a request to have Elena back on. And we need to talk about young homemakers, too. We have some okay. teenagers requesting that we we talk. Some of these um, young homemakers who email us blow my mind. They're very impressive. I'm like, <laughs> you're, when I was your age, <laughs> right? <laughs> I still had yeah. a lot to learn. I still yeah. have a lot to learn. But we're going to be working backwards from food goals. Ugh, there's that word again. Um, food. It's okay. It's <laughs> right. a good word. Get over it. Food goals. You know what? On Instagram, if you goals. have something you'd like us to work backwards from. There you go. Like, just DM us. Mm-hmm. Like or or when we p- toss the red square up for this episode or whatever, say, hey, how about working backwards from mm-hmm. and be sure to keep your questions coming because we will, um, as usual, be closing out the back half of the show with Q&A. OK, taking your questions. We love that. So be sure to keep those coming. Are we doing that um, today? Either in the comments. Are we doing that next week? I am not ready to do that. OK, today. do we need to do that today? OK, <laughs> no, that's fine. We'll start it up next yeah. week. Yeah, okay. we had, yeah, we had we'll to catch up week. today. Mm-hmm. We had to yeah, for sure, because we haven't sat down like, you know, proper. podcasters. Yeah, like proper people. In a month. Like proper yeah. people. Proper. Um, It's going to be a great season. I need you guys to tell me it's going to be a great season because this is the hardest eight weeks of the year for me. <laughs> I'm usually like I can muster through till like the first week of February and then I just want to crawl in a hole. And Angela sent me a picture today and for some reason – in northern Wisconsin, she can see her plants and her dirt and her ground and branches. And I'm like, it's so weird. 
it's just unbelievable. I have been staring at three feet of snow for eight weeks. I haven't seen the dirt of my garden bed since before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving. We had snow really early, which we usually don't. Usually the snow set in in January. But, I mean, all that to say, like, we have not had the sun in a month. Like, it's really bad. Like, I told my kids this morning, I said, you have to start taking vitamin D. I can see you're all feeling down in the dumps and whatever. Um, um, But really quick, um, before we close out, Shay, gardening season is coming soon. And I know we have a lot of homesteaders. I know we have a lot of farmers and homesteaders that listen to this show. So I know you heard the ad earlier on in the show. I want to make sure that you visit modernhomesteading.com and get your tickets for the homesteading conference while they are on a discount. So that's an early discount. You want to do that. You're going to hear speakers like Joel Salatin and Cher, uh, Shay, Rory, Rory, your friend Rory, Rory is going to be Wonderful. He's going to be um, presenting there too. So that's really great. So visit Modern Homesteader. Mo, mo, I'm sorry, modernhomesteading.com. They are sponsoring a portion of this season. And we want you to check it out because we know this is right up so many. Mm-hmm. I almost had to say y'alls. And I don't say that. I have a policy. I say it all against the time. saying y'alls. I know. All y'alls. I don't. I am from the Midwest. All y'alls. <laughs> all y'alls. Uh, alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have three <laughs> trips down south planned this year and, and i am none to so wisconsin i just want to point that out to none to wisconsin she has none trips to wisconsin mm-hmm. wisconsin and public okay public we're talk guilting we're gonna talk about this when we get off <laughs> <laughs> so glad you guys are here with us can't wait to really peel back the layers of this onions with onions onion with you all these all these all onions oh, these all onions <laughs> this season this season <laughs> it's gonna be great maybe we should work backwards gonna, and write a script for maybe the end we of the should. show <laughs> oh so you want to be a good podcaster let's work backwards maybe it. you should have an outline <laughs> okay bye cheers see you next week <laughs> are you serious no. Okay. Um, please do send your questions for though for the end of the podcast. Send those over on Instagram. We're on there, Homemaker Chic Podcast. You can also visit our website, homemakerchicpodcast.com, and we have links to all our advertisers there and all the coupon codes, which is also in the show yes. notes. Um, but those are just some places that you can find them if you would like. Make it a little easier. Fabulous. Okay. I'm really looking forward to working backwards for the next nine weeks. Shay? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. All right. We'll be with you guys next next week. week. Cheers. Cheers.